this is the fm gold channel of all india radio in the program country wide tonight we bring you an interview with sp singh parihar chairman central pollution control board the interviewer is shishir sinha journalist mr parihar let me begin with a very basic question what causes pollution when you talk of pollution we are discussing air water and noise and therefore there are different reasons why air pollution is caused or why water pollution is caused or why noise pollution is caused when you look at air there are a few reasons why we have air pollution in india one of the major reasons is the dust itself be it construction dust or road dust then you have the vehicular pollution as one of the major sources then we have the diesel generating sets or we have the industries and then you have coal and fly ash as some of the reasons also you would have noticed in case of delhi that we have pollution on account of burning of stubble we have a situation where the smoke on account of stubble also travels into delhi because of the wind direction around that point in time so these are some of the major issues as far as air pollution is concerned when you talk about water and especially the surface water in rivers there are two major sources one is the industrial discharge and second is the sewage itself from the cities and when you talk of noise of course you are well aware about the human activities in terms of the vehicles in terms of the horns the pressure horns or the noise of the vehicle itself or various activities that go on in the day which is causing noise pollution apart from the air and water pollution we talk more about these two pollution but i believe that noise pollution has become one of the biggest concern how big this concern is noise is becoming a concern certainly and i would say that most of the metropolitan cities where the vehicular population is very high and therefore the use of pressure horns is also very high are areas of great concern to us and therefore what we have done is to try and look at the decibel levels in seven major cities across the country where we have set up at least 10 monitoring stations each in those cities and what we find over the years is that there is a marginal increase in the noise levels in these cities and if you ask me within cities which are the areas of concern well we are looking at schools colleges hospitals which is where the noise level should be minimal but given the geography of these cities given the movement of traffic there are situations where even close to hospitals or schools we have higher noise levels for which the field level implementing agencies such as the district magistrates the district police are primarily responsible to enforce law in such locations and such cities just like air pollution when where we have poor good or severe do we have the kind of decibel level or what is the measurement of decibel level to categorize the noise level as the alarming or very severe or very bad so what are those levels you may be aware that we got noise rules now under the noise rules we have stipulated limits in terms of decibels for locations close to hospitals schools which is where we say it is silent zone and therefore for silent zone there will be a different limit then we have commercial areas then we've got areas other than commercial and then we have limits for night and day during the day the noise levels could be slightly higher people are not sleeping but during the night the noise levels have to be lower and therefore 
decibel limits for the duration between 6 a.m. to 10 p.m. are different and decibel levels for 10 p.m. to 6 a.m. are different. Now coming back to the overall pollution thing, different zones, eastern zones of the country or the western zone or the southern zone, they have different characteristics. So can you tell us the pollution situation in different zones that which factor is causing more pollution in that particular zone? That's an excellent question and let me explain this in the context of air quality. We have an app called Samir app which captures air quality from real-time ambient air quality monitoring stations across the country. And if you look at that map, you will find that the Indo-Gangetic Plain starting from Delhi going on to Calcutta. This is the most affected in terms of air pollution. And if you look at the coastal areas, you will find the air quality much better. And therefore, when we look at the Indo-Gangetic Plain, there are two major reasons why you have more air pollution in these areas. A is the quality of soil itself. It's an alluvial loose soil which on account of wind gets kicked up in the atmosphere. And the wind directions are such that if they were to blow from south to north, then you have the Himalayan barrier. Because of Himalayan barrier, the pollutants are not able to cross over to the north and therefore they get trapped in this area. Then you have heavy moisture in this area because of the river itself. So the air is heavier and therefore the due meteorological conditions, the horizontal dispersal as also the vertical dispersal is less. So talking about Indo-Gazentic Plain, it's primarily dust pollution as also vehicular. If you look at the coastal areas and look at the big cities like your Chennai or maybe Mumbai for that matter, over there because of high winds, the pollutants which do get generated get dispersed fairly quickly and therefore the concentration of particulate matter is lower as compared to the northern belt. However, the vehicular population is a matter of concern. It's alarming and vehicles do contribute in a major way to particulate matter pollution. So I would say that coastal areas have this issue of high vehicle density, especially in bigger cities. And if you were to look at the central part of India, then you would find that road network not being what is actually desirable in terms of black-topped roads all across, especially in the rural areas, you will find that a lot of roads are still not black-topped and therefore the dust gets kicked up. A lot of our urban locations are in a stage of transition. There's a whole lot of development in happening, a whole lot of infrastructure happening in terms of flyovers, roads, and because of very heavy construction activity in those cities, housing itself, you have a lot of construction dust also coming in there. Very high increase in vehicular population is a factor all across the cities. But your question that various zones have different sources of, yes, I would say that Northern Belt, in addition to vehicles, it's also the dust, also the crop burning. The coastal belt is primarily the vehicles because of which you have a problem and the central part or the states where the roads are not paved and therefore you have dust and vehicle both as sources of pollution and areas which are heavily dominated by industries. So if you have industrial cluster located very close to a city then you have a situation where maybe the industrial pollution is also a factor in those particular cities. Your website has a special section on River Ganga and there is a map showing the suitability of river water for the drinking purpose. So can you tell us some details about the suitability factor? When you look at River Ganges and you look at the water quality, we are monitoring water quality across the river at 94 locations manually and we are looking at the water quality on a real-time basis at 36 locations. What we see is a few parameters like the biochemical oxygen demand, 
or the chemical oxygen demands BOD, COD or the dissolved oxygen which is DO and we also look at coliform levels, fecal coliform especially across locations. Now talking about the water quality, what we are primarily looking at is the suitability for bathing because of river Ganges and there are a few norms given for suitability for bathing of that water quality. When we look at the water quality, we are analyzing in our labs and we are looking at trends as also the specific values that we capture on account of sampling that we do. Manually, we do one sample a month at each location and real time, of course, is at an interval of 15 minutes or maybe less. So what we find is that there are locations specifically talking about Jharkhand and Uttarakhand, which is where the water quality is totally acceptable as per the norms that we have for bathing. The difficulty is of course in stretches starting from let's say Hardwar downwards where you have water getting impounded for irrigation purposes or let's say for other purposes for drinking water purposes and therefore the river flow itself and gets affected because the water is getting impounded. Then you have industrial clusters at various locations along this stretch and then of course you have major urban locations like Kanpur, Agra, Alabad, etc. So you've got few major cities also along the river. And as I mentioned to you initially, water means industrial as also the sewage. Both are responsible. What we are doing to make sure that the water quality improves and it has improved in a few stretches over the years is to make sure that the industrial effluent before it is discharged into the river meets the discharge norms as prescribed. And if the industries are not in a position to comply with those norms, then we of course ask those industries to set their house in order and make sure that the effluent treatment plants function optimally as per requirement and the discharge only as per the norms. Similarly, on the sewage front, we've been asking now the cities to make sure that their sewage treatment plants are either fully operational or work to full capacity and do meet discharge norms. But there are issues in terms of the requirement of infrastructure, which is where the national mission is already working on and they're doing a whole lot of work to make sure that the infrastructure as per requirement is put in place fairly quickly. So we are moving in the right direction and trying to make sure that the water quality in Ganga improves. Now coming to Delhi, sir. Delhi has been categorized as the one of the most polluted capital in the world. So what is the plan to remove this tag? If you look at the entire calendar year, you would find that in Delhi, the time of prime concern to us is the time starting November every year which is the winter months, November, December, January. Now, why these three months are extremely critical and important for us, you would have seen over the last three years that we had two episodes of dust also coming in from as far as Gulf into Delhi around the same time as the issue of stubble burning in the neighboring states. You have these two additional factors for Delhi, which is the smoke due to stubble burning in neighboring states and also on account of the dust coming in, which is what we call as long-range transport of dust from as far as 2,000 kilometers. Now, that's something over which you really have no control. That dust, if it has to come through winds which are coming in from that area, they would come in. But then what we can do certainly is to try and understand as to which are the sources of pollution around the air, which are the additional sources of pollution during winters, and therefore try and have some kind of a standard operating procedure which would enable us to deal with these sources of pollution month after month. You would be familiar again with the Graded Response Action Plan, which has come in in December of 2016, and we've been trying this, and we have actually implemented it in 2017-2018, 
and because of the graded response action plan which came in and which has been implemented by various agencies in Delhi, I have to share with you that starting with uh, 2016, if you compare 2016 with 2017, then the improvement in air quality in terms of reduction in particulate matter 2.5 was of the order of about 7%. And if you compare 2018 with 2017, then there's another improvement in terms of further reduction by about 8%. So in two years, starting 2016 and coming up to 2018, we have had an improvement of nearly 15% in terms of reduction in PM 2.5 over two years. So I would say Greater Response Action Plan, National Clean Air Program, then the Clean Air Campaign itself fill all the agencies in Delhi, and then of course Pollution Mitigation Technologies in terms of ionization, which is what we are trying, Cloud Seeding, which is very much on the plate, and then the filters you would have seen, YU filters, static filter, bus filters. That is again what we are trying to make sure that the air is cleaned up. And now we are in touch with IIT Delhi to prepare standard operating procedures, which will enable us to target specific sources of pollution during specific times of the year. So that's something which we are working on to make sure that Delhi improves further. Because of the climatic change and because of the rain at unusual interval, how this is helping you to improve the air quality? I would certainly say that, yes, meteorology is an important factor when you talk about air quality. But at the same time, given the kind of efforts which have been made on, let's say, municipal solid waste or, let's say, various activities in terms of constructing peripheral expressways like Eastern Peripheral Expressway, Western Peripheral Expressway. Now, looking at all these efforts, I would say that the current air quality is certainly better than the previous two years. So we are in a moderate state as of now. March, in any case, is a good month in terms of air quality. But as I mentioned to you, months of concern being winter months, November, December, January, we are finding a different improvement in the air quality during those months. And what we can expect now after March onwards? With this kind of effort which is going on and this kind of effort which is all agencies working together, I would say that two to three years down the line, we should have much better situation in Delhi. Thank you very much. Thank you. You are listening to an interview with S.P. Singh Parihar, Chairman, Central Pollution Control Board. The interviewer was Shishir Sinha, Journalist. This program was produced and presented by the News Services Division of All India Radio. This program is also available on our website, newsonair.nic.in. You may email your opinion about this program at airnsttalks at gmail.com.